Hello, welcome back to the Single and Purposeful Podcast. Today is our first Thirsty Thursday. And I know you're probably like, Hasia, ma'am, we're Christian. Thirsty Thursday, really? But I know that like we go to church on Sunday, right? And we're like getting spiritually fed. We're getting fed his beautiful word. And we let we leave just so full of peace, so full of joy, just really just full, right? Like God just poured so much into us and we leave full and we're ready. And then we go to work on Monday and then we have to start pouring out peace to others and joy to others and gentleness and kindness. And then by midweek, you are you are running low on all that was poured into you Sunday. So by Thursday, I know that we're all a little thirsty, right? Like we have we are dry. We have already poured all of it out and we're thirsting for something else. We're thirsting for him, but we think we're thirsting for something else. And so then we start drinking from the wrong well, right? Am I right? We start swiping right, swiping left. We start, you know, trying to get attention from men or women. We start going to, you know, alcohol or whatever, anything to just fill us with with kindness, anything to fill us with patience. And so um, when all we need to go, all we need to do is go to the word. You know, he has the living water. And so that's what we're doing today. We're coming back to the word, making sure that we are filling our cup again so that we can continue to pour out um, anywhere we go. So we read Psalm 2 today for our first Thirsty Thursday. And Psalm 2, when I did it back in March, um, something that really stood out, there was two verses that really stood out to me. And the first one is Psalm 2, 2. Um, the kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. Did I read that right? From slavery to God. And when I first read this, it really was like comedic to me, but it's really real because I've actually felt this before too. Um, Usually people that, you know, because there's Christian people, right? But then there's people that have a relationship with God. And there is a difference. Am I right? Am I right? There is a difference. And so I think when people don't have a relationship with God, it's hard to understand that the Lord is is our freedom. Like he provides our freedom. And I think people that don't have that relationship and maybe are not really believers, they see us that have a relationship with God, they see believers and they think, oh my gosh, like they are so chained. They are ch like, they only do what God tells them to do. Like they like, don't, don't you want to be free? And I've thought that I've thought that before when I was like still trying to develop my relationship with God, still not fully understanding that I was free with him, free in him. Um, I was very much like, I'm just so tired of not being able to be myself and I just want to be free. And I remember someone challenged that thought and they were like, you know, and it was a question that I couldn't really answer at that time. But they said, what are you identifying as that you you keep saying that you just want to be yourself? And um, why do you feel like you're not free with God? And I was just like, I don't know. Right. But thinking about it now, um, 
what was I identifying as? That is a real question. Like, was I identifying as broken? Was I identifying as, you know, trauma, right? I was identifying with my trauma. I was identifying with the hurt. And so I felt like I wasn't being myself when I was healed, when God was healing and I was feeling true joy and true peace and his gentleness and his kindness and his grace, that's when I didn't feel myself because all I ever knew was hurt and pain. And so I identified that with like, oh, I'm not being myself. That wasn't my true self. That was the self that I had to become to survive the trauma and to survive the pain. And I'm thankful for that person, but that wasn't my true identity. So, so since I wasn't identifying as my true identity, I didn't feel free. Right. And so I felt free when I was trying to cope with negative things. I was coping with alcohol. I was coping with, you know, smoking weed. I was coping with X, Y, Z, whatever you want to cope with. Um, And that's when I felt like I wasn't being free, but God was like, hold on. Are you really free or are you now chained to those things? Right. So you're not truly free if you need to run to alcohol to feel good. You're not truly free if you need to run to men or women to feel loved or cared for. That's not now you're just chaining yourself to something else or someone else. And that's when I realized like, oh, my gosh, true freedom can only really come from God. I will not be you know, I. I'm actually, when I'm away from God, I am chained to otherworldly things. And so, but it took maturity. It took wisdom. It took time. It took time. It took me building a real relationship with God before I could see and identify it as freedom and not being a slave. And if we keep reading um, Psalm 2, it breaks down how we're not slaves because he uses such beautiful language. He says, you are my son. I'm on Psalm 2, uh, 7. You are my son or daughter. Today I have become your father. Only ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance, the whole earth as your possession. What? So you're going to say that I'm a slave, when he is saying that I'm his daughter, I am his child, and I have all of the nations as my inheritance, and all I have to do is ask. I read it in Spanish because I'm Hispanic, and I read it in Spanish, and I loved it. It said, tú eres mi hijo. Me ha, di me ha dicho, right? Like he tells me. But this part. Pídeme y como herencia te entregaré la nación, las naciones. Pídeme, ask me. That's all you have to do as my child. Ask me. Pídeme y es tuyo. Ask me and it's yours. Pídeme. And I just thought, if I was a slave to the Lord, I could not ask my owner. My, you know, as a slave, he'd be my owner. I could not ask my owner for anything, but I'm not a slave. I am not chained. I am free in him and I can ask and he will give me, pídeme, pídeme y es tuyo, ask me for peace, pídeme por paz, ask me for love, pídeme por amor, and it's yours, and I just thought how beautiful that was, um, so then serving the Lord, you know, it just comes with rejoicing after that, because you're doing it out of delight, 
not out of duty, not because I'm a slave or because he's my owner, but because he's my father, he's my best friend, he's my comforter. And so I want to do things to make, you know, to please him because I love him because he loves me because he loved me first. So anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. We're done with Psalm 2. Um, please share with me what you got out of it. What did God reveal to you through Psalm 2? What version did you read? I'm really curious about what versions y'all read. Um, and I'm super excited for us to continue doing this. I hope y'all like this Thirsty Thursday. Quench that thirst with his living water. That's the only water that will keep you filled and fulfilled. And let me know how I can pray for y'all. I'll see y'all for Tasty Tuesday. I love y'all.